Are you feeling stuck in your personal or professional life, unsure of how to move forward? Have you ever wondered why some people seem to effortlessly achieve their goals while you struggle to make progress? Y'all, I feel so passionately about this. I feel so passionately about this. You need to plan before you set your goals. Plan first. Plan, goal, plan. So many of us have been taught to set goals and we might do that in one sweep. We might sit down one day, set out our goals, and then maybe we take some time to create a plan for how we're going to accomplish them. That's great, but you're missing a step. You need to plan for clarity before you set goals. In this episode, I'm going to explain why. Why it is that you need to plan before you set goals. In this episode, I explore the crucial link between self-awareness and planning. I'm going to explain how a planning routine will help increase your self-awareness by providing you with a structure for self-reflection and self-monitoring. Plus, planning helps you zero in on your priorities values, and purpose. So whether you're starting a business, pursuing a passion project, or simply seeking to improve your life, improve your well-being, this episode will provide you with practical tips for building a planning routine that promotes self-awareness and leads to your definition of success. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of planning or goal setting Sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you, to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. Hey, before we get started today, I have a quick favor to ask of you. If you could take 10, 15 seconds and go in and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. It is so exciting to actually get to hear from you all. It's nice to get some feedback on what is, what's sticking with you. What is helping you? I am making this podcast because I want planning and goal setting and doing that with purpose to change your life. And so I want to know what's working. I want to know what's clicking with you so that I can give you more of that. So if you could take just a few seconds and go to Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen and leave me a review, it would mean the world to me. And to thank you in the show notes, I have a link to a free planning pack. So click on that link, get that free download. You can have these tools in your inbox in no time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want magic and meaning in my life. 
I want it. I want magic and meaning. And I want to get there with an ethic of care, vulnerability, and courage. You too? You in? Let's do this. Let's do this together. Before I stumbled upon what I consider the plan, goal, plan method, I felt really disconnected. I felt too tired to enjoy the things that I usually enjoy doing. I remember when I earned tenure, they had the celebration dinner and y'all, I was so annoyed by it. I was annoyed by it. I had an infant and I was breastfeeding. And I remember thinking, let me get this right. You want me to get dressed, put on real clothes, find a sitter, and then go to work during my time off so that you can congratulate me on working too much. (laughs) That's right. I felt like celebrating was a chore. I felt like salty that they were having a celebration dinner for us. Now, y'all, I did. I sucked it up. I got my head in the game and I did end up having fun. But this is where I was at. That's where I was at. It was a tough time. And when I first tried to get into goal setting, well, one, I felt so overwhelmed by all the different systems and rules like smart goals. But I also was so frustrated with myself because I kept setting goals and nothing was landing. Nothing. And, um, I would, I would try something and it just, it wouldn't stick. And so then I was like, okay, so setting goals isn't working. I guess I'll, I'll look into time management. And so, whoo, like you go into the bookstore, that section is like, oof. Um, so at some point after reading all of these books and testing all of these things out, but I was so frustrated with myself at some point I did find a very simple very gentle approach to planning that involves self-reflection. And as time went on, I really began to learn about myself. I was kind of surprised because I thought that I knew myself. I I really did. I, I thought that I had a clear sense of who I was and what was important to me. But y'all, life is not static. (laughs) That's actually part of why we're so tired. You know, the moment that we feel settled, The moment that we feel like we get the hang of something, we get pregnant again, or jobs change, or you decide to move, or a parent is sick, or you are sick, or a kid is going through a thing. A key to setting goals that are going to serve you is to set goals that meet you where you are at. But knowing where you are at when your life is all over the place, it takes some practice. It takes some practice. And that's what this episode is all about. How do you create practices that help you connect to yourself so that you have clarity on where you are so that when you sit down to plan or when you sit down to set some goals, you know what your priorities are and you know what will serve you in the moment that you're in. So plan for clarity and plan first, y'all. So before I jump in, I do want to define self-awareness. What is self-awareness? Self-awareness is the ability to recognize and understand your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. It involves you being aware of your own emotions, your own motivations, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, 
as well as how other people perceive you. So it's how do you feel about yourself? What are all the thinking, feeling, things that you do? But also how are other people perceiving you? Self-awareness allows you to recognize patterns in your own behaviors and thought processes, which is really important for personal growth and development. It's a crucial component if you've ever heard this concept, emotional intelligence. If you want to have emotional intelligence, you need to have some self-awareness. And having a strong sense of self-awareness is going to make you a better communicator. It will make you a better decision maker. And I promise you, it will help you have more positive relationships with others. It's so important. And it feels so good to have a strong sense of self. Y'all, it will make you a better parent, a better partner, a better colleague, a better friend. Huh, self-awareness, let's do it. So now that we know what self-awareness is, how do you get there? How do you get there? I'm going to offer you a simple framework for developing self-awareness. But y'all, this is not a one and done. Self-awareness is a practice. And it is ongoing because you are a human and you are ongoing. At least I hope so. (laughs) So this is why so many workshops or courses and things like that on clarity or even goal setting don't always work. You go to this workshop where you sit and you set some goals. But if you don't have a plan for a practice that's going to continually peak self-awareness, it's, it's going to be hard for that to really do its thing. So I love running workshops on goal setting and purpose and clarity, but I really truly do believe that if you have a plan for how you're going to continue to check in with yourself after that workshop, you're going to do so much better. All right. So What's the framework? I'll give it to you. But just so you know, you got to repeat it. This isn't a one and done. The first part of the framework is intentional reflection. The second part of the framework is that you need to observe your own actions. And the third part is open yourself to feedback from others and from yourself. So intentional reflection Observe your own actions and open yourself to feedback from yourself and from others. How do you use planning to move through this framework? First, you need to rethink how you think about planning. Planning is not a chore. It really doesn't have to be a chore. I find planning delightful, but I really do think about planning as personal development. You might think of it as self-care I like to think of it as community care. So reframe how you think about planning. Then your planning practice should include intentional reflection. So your planning practice should include both future-oriented practices, and by that I mean, what will I do in the future? What am I going to do today, later today? What am I going to do next week? What do I have coming up next month? But planning should also be a reflective practice. 
So you want to have a series of prompts or questions that are going to guide your reflection practice. And I do think that this is key. I think having really good questions is so important because these questions need to, they need to get you there. Good questions matter. So y'all on plangoplan.etsy.com, I have a preview and a review guide. It's a weekly preview and a weekly review guide. They're super cheap. I want to say they're like three, maybe four bucks. And each of them have a series of 20 reflection questions. So if you got both of those, you would have a set of something like 40 questions and they're good ones. They're some of my best. Hop on there if you need a little bit of guide in terms of how do I have a series of prompts or questions that are going to guide my reflection. Hop on to plangoplan.etsy.com, download those. You can have them in like five minutes and get started. This can also just be as simple as asking yourself, what worked? What didn't? This doesn't need to take an hour. You don't have to have a three-hour morning routine where you're journaling for two hours and 45 minutes. This can just take a few minutes where you're going to reflect on past actions and decisions. And I do recommend that you record those reflections in some way. So whether it's jotting something down in a journal or whether it's sending yourself a voice recording of your thoughts, but you should have a way to sort of capture those insights. Which leads me to the second part of the framework. Your planning practice should help you observe your own actions. Planning is a form of self-monitoring, and I say that and it sounds kind of icky. I don't know, it sounds kind of icky. But um, a planning routine can help you track your progress and it can make visible your own behavior. So you might find a way to also record feedback that you're hearing from other people. So a big part of self-reflection is, is having an awareness of how other people perceive you. You might notice that your friends are maybe giving you some feedback like, Danielle, you seem really frustrated lately, or hey, how are you doing? Like you seem a little wound up or something like that. If you keep hearing these sorts of messages from other people, it'd be helpful to record some of those things down. Or maybe it's really positive. Maybe you keep having people tell you, ooh, Danielle, you're really good at this like planning and goal setting stuff. Come and talk to us more about it. Have you ever thought about going to the career center and talking, asking if you can do a little workshop for them? That's how I figured out that I was good at this, that this was something that I have been doing for myself, but I hadn't really thought about sharing it with others. And I was geeking out about it with my friends and they were like, Danielle, you've really got an insight here. You need to do something with this. And I kept getting that feedback and I was like, what? Like, no, like everybody does this. Like, I think, no, you know, and it was It was me starting to really record these things that I was hearing from others and noticing that pattern and going, ooh, maybe all these people that I love that keep giving me the same message are onto something. So when you record your own actions, when you've observed your own actions, 
you can increase your self-awareness because then you can also evaluate your own performance. So over time, you are going to start to notice patterns. You might think about this if you have ever tried to tighten up your eating, whatever that means to you. One of the first steps that people will often have you do is to create a food log. And it's because they want to make your eating practices visible to you. Planning and recording how you're spending your time is sort of like that food log. It is making how you spend your time visible to you. It is marking what is important to you. So the first part of the framework is including intentional reflection into your planning practice. The second part is using your planning as a way to help you observe your own actions. And then the third part is having a planning practice that over time help you become open to feedback from yourself and others. So the third part is having a planning practice that over time will help you become open to feedback from yourself and others. Now, I do want you to pay attention to how you are talking to yourself through these processes. You need to learn how to give and receive feedback from yourself gently and playfully. This is not meant to put you in a position where you are putting more pressure on yourself, where you are being hard on yourself. Plus y'all, that hasn't served you. When you are really nasty with yourself, does that motivate you to improve? Do you feel good about that? No, so let's work on getting rid of those things. So as you are sitting down and you are looking for patterns, be gentle with yourself. Be playful with yourself. Like, ooh, Danielle, that's not good. You know, I'm thinking about the food log. You ever do a food log and you're like, oh, yeah, so it turns out I'm eating chocolate every single night around 7.30. Go get it, girlfriend, but we got to stop that, (laughs) right? So you want to have real and honest conversations with yourself. But these conversations are meant to nurture and grow you. And so you got to be gentle and be playful. You all messing up is like so incredibly human and it's okay. You just regroup and then you go back at it. Overall, a planning routine can help self-awareness by providing you with a structure for self-reflection. It can help you observe your own actions and patterns and open you to feedback from yourself and others. So by becoming more aware of your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, you can develop greater self-knowledge, which can help you meet yourself where you are at. I did not make progress on my goals until I had established a planning practice that promoted my self-awareness. So I spent a lot of time being frustrated with myself because I was setting goals and I was creating a really great plan for how I was going to accomplish those goals. And I kept running up against a wall. I wasn't, I was stuck. I was stuck. 
And until I had a firm understanding of myself, what's my purpose? What are my values? What are my priorities right now in this moment? Until I understood the struggles that I was struggling with in the season that I was in, I wasn't able to accomplish my goals because I needed to figure out who I was, what my priorities were first so that I could set goals that would serve me. I hope that I've saved you a little bit of time, a little bit of frustration by convincing you that it is okay to press pause on those goals and to plan. Plan for clarity. Plan so that you can develop self-awareness and then go back, revisit goal setting. I hope this episode has helped you understand the connection between self-awareness and planning, and I hope that it's offered you a few tips for developing a planning practice that promotes self-knowledge. I truly believe that cultivating self-awareness can lead to greater self-knowledge, greater personal growth, and ultimately improved well-being. We plan and we set goals to take care of ourselves so that we can care for others and build connection and build community. I wish for you delight in learning about yourself. You are lovely and full of possibilities. And I believe that a practice of planning can help make that apparent to you. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all. So pop onto Instagram and follow plan, go plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things, planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities y'all.